que mi gente? Welcome to the Tres Golpe Podcast with your girl, Yokaira, Eva, La Belki. <laughs> Yo, I love when you say La Belki, pero es que Oye. es un mood. Es un mood. Es un mood. Straight up, you know it, I know everybody listening to us know it. Anybody that follows her on freaking Instagram knows it. Get ready for this conversation. Mm. I'm having a modelo today. We're about to get so deep. What? The ocean is about to be jealous of us. Oh! El diablo coño, búsquenme la f***, presidente. Es una poeta, una poeta. No, 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 no. Recójanme. Recójanla. Que la pámpara está prendida. He cogido campeón. Tú ves, es que no metemos en problemas. ¿Cómo que he cogido? I'm listening. I'm not gonna go into it. Listen. You know what? But what you're gonna go Let's into... Let's not talk about baseball. Let's not get into it because now, now we're gonna fight because... Like, we just... Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Yo Let me... So, we're just gonna fight like we did like five minutes ago before we started this. I mean, this I wouldn't us. call it a fight. Uh... <laughs> we were just dealing with our internal problems. Because apparently it takes us five times to record the same episode because we're having a hard time talking about how Latin beauty standards have really affected us. That's how traumatized we are. <laughs> Imagine if the third time was the charm. Nope. <laughs> For 3G is the sixth. Coming as your whole self is difficult. Oh. Um, and mm. we're not doing that. Like, we're going to come fully and authentically who we are. We're going to talk about how beauty standards have affected us because from previous recordings, you know, the first, second, third, and fourth one, it's told us give, that. Give them a little bit of background. So basically today we really wanted to talk about how the influence of like Latin beauty standards has affected us. Mm -hmm. And apparently we haven't thought that much about it on a personal level because I, we don't want to talk about it. We're like tip, tip, what is it? Tiptoeing around the conversation. Yes. I think we have thought about it, but every time we sit together here about, I really just want to talk about weight, but is it weight, Belkis? Right. Is it, is the beauty standard, is your problem with weight or is it with your self-image? Yeah. Talk about it. Ooh. Talk you know, about like, it, sis. Every single time we have sit down in this table, we have tiptoed around the hard truth about us navigating Latin American beauty standards and how they have fucked us up. And you know why? Because we don't talk about our problems. We really as don't. Latinos. We don't talk about the deep <laughs> things that are happening to us because we want to show the world that we're hundred percent fine, that we're like good, that nothing is wrong with us, that we don't have nothing you can know, beat me up. Right. I'm pretty as fuck. But that guess we don't what? have self-esteem issues. Guess here what and there. we're doing today and every time we record is talking about these hard things because they're worth us talking about them. Because we need to figure them out. And we promise our audience that we're going to give them honest conversation. And so we have why, to be true to our values and self. And we're going to have this conversation. And that's literally why we're doing this for the fifth time. <laughs> I also, full disclaimer, we will probably go on a rampage because this is totally organic. We are going to just talk about innate things that have happened to us about beauty standards and how they have affected us. I agree. I First, wanted to start by telling you guys, how would you guys define beauty standards? How has that played a role in your perception of what you're supposed to look like? I think that's that's exactly what it is. It just has forced me to think that I should look a type of way. 
basically, period. And that's the hard thing about it. Like I have to look skinny or my hair have to be straight or I have to dress a certain way. It just forced me to be something that I'm not and that I will probably never be because for example, I have very big bones. So I'll probably be always a little bit curvy and that's okay. And they look good as fuck. Yeah, but I'm so worried about not looking like, not my parents, but how... People they envision you. Yeah, they envision me. Not not my parents. I mean, like, in general, I was going to go with my parents, but I think how everyone, even in society, I'm never going to be that way. Like, for mm. me to be skinny, I will always, always have to be on a diet, period. Right. Like, that's it. There's no other way for me to understand that. I will always, I'm a curvy person. Yeah. I have a tendency to gain weight. So my whole life for me to be not skinny, but like even in a good in a physical comfortable way, in for a comfortable you. way yeah. I need to understand that I have to change my habits and I have to eat healthy and exercise because the moment if I don't exercise for a month or it goes down the uh, a year, two years of training goes yeah, down the fucking drain. It goes down. And mm-hmm. I, I just like, that's who I like. I understand that. And my brother that is a personal trainer, he will tell me that. And my parents will also tell me that I just have to understand that that's who I am and that I have to embrace that. Yeah. I have to just understand you have to have a healthy lifestyle, not because your parents told you that you have to lose weight, but because it's healthier for you. Yeah, and that's something that takes a lot of energy and time to learn and accept, and that yeah. I haven't and yet. And to even talk about Ava, because let me tell you, <laughs> in the five other recordings Facts. we have done about this, we, you never brought that shit up, right? <laughs> let right. me tell you, let me some, let me tell you one thing. When I hear you ask that question, to me, I don't know what to tell you. I you're still dealing with it. I literally have had so many insecurities about my body. That I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I don't know where to start. Yeah. Like, is it my weight? Is it the way that my nose is shaped? Is it my hair? Is it my hair? Yeah. Is it the color color? of my skin? And we can just go in about just body. Like, okay, the top part, the middle part, (laughs) my like waistline. I know I gotta go. Because it's like, like, oh, my boobs need to be bigger enough. My waist needs to be smaller. And my ass, well, that needs to be fatter. Yeah. Is you my, know um, are my arms too big and that's why I always use sleeves? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this is so oh, me crazy. Too, me too. I'm, I'm in the bandwagon. And then it's like you talk about like you take a glance at like the most visible Latina Latinas, right? That are on on novelas, Don't on get me started. mainstream. Y son ya tu sabes, mujeres blanquita, eh, nariz fina, pelo largo. Like qualities that have long prevailed in every aspect of mainstream media, despite the fact that they only define one type of Latina. One. I have one for you. Every single... Um, novela, no. No, 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 no. Uh, Miss Universe. Ah. That represent Dominican Republic. Yo. Is, I'm going to tell you how she is. Mm-hmm. Amelia Vega. I love Amelia she's, Vega. Like I was so amazing. proud of Amelia Vega when she when she won and represent Dominican Republic because she, she represents Dominican Republic in such a beautiful way. Yes. An educated woman, mm-hmm. a woman that of values. Mm-hmm. But family oriented. Family, no. She, and I, res- but how she I respect her <laughs> and I follow her, but she only represent a portion of the art. However, in the next, after she won, we tried to find people that look just like her to see if we can win mm-hmm. again. Yeah. But then we went con una morenita con pelo rizo. Y casi gana. No ganó porque y casi ese, gana. Es, ese es el that rigged. But I was so <laughs> proud of that because this is what I want 
Dominicans and Latinos to know. We're not only Sofia Vergara. Mm-hmm. We're not only, only like the people in telenovelas. And what I love is that now Afro-Latinos are trying to get their voices heard, finally. So as like first-generation Americans whose parents, you know, we, they came to this country, they didn't have the same flexibility that we had about speaking our minds about issues like the colorism that exists in the Latinx community. Mi amor. It's coming up now. We're I'm talking about it, and yo. we're here to represent. Because it is... Another thing that's like kills me is the sexualization of Latinas. My yes. Oye, si tú no tienes, si tú no tienes el cuerpo de Sofía Vergara, mi amor. Que... That comes in, right, with the beauty standards. That's like beauty standards and sexualization of the Latina image is hand by hand. Dios Man, mío. A female in general. Female yeah. in general, but then when you break it down Latinx. into Latinx, it's yeah. even worse. Yeah. ¿Cuáles son los nicknames, nicknames de nosotros? Feisty. Spicy. Fierce. Fierce. Yo, let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you one thing that irks me. Big, like, do not do that to me. Do not call me feisty. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm very opinionated, but me being opinionated doesn't mean that I'm feisty. Or, I have an opinion. It just or, means I'm a human with thoughts. Or you're spicy. Oh my God. Am I a taco? <laughs> Am I a f- taco <laughs> exactly did i become a food all of a sudden and i think that goes back to like that situation when you don't know how to even start the conversation about beauty standards and where do you fit in that puzzle can you remember the first time you were critiqued about your body oh, oh my god i do so growing up i yo my dad always been such an intelligent man and i respect <laughs> that <laughs> I was taking dance classes, ballet, specifically. Mm-hmm. A ballerina is very, has a specific body type that I don't have. And my dad was trying so hard for me to quit ballet, and I did it for 12 years. Mm. Wow. Because he understood that I was never going to be a ballerina because I just don't have the body. I would have to be very, very skinny in order to do that. Right. At that moment when I was in that class, I didn't look like the other girls, and I didn't look like the ballerinas are very famous mm-hmm. out there. Right. Really few ballerinas that are famous are people of color in general. Right. Mm-hmm. Period. Or are thick in general, period. So at that moment, I just couldn't accept it. And I was too young to even understand. And that's why I went into an eating disorder. And people in our culture do not talk about eating disorder as well. I'm so Never. glad you brought that Never. up, Ava. Never. Because the amount of... I guess I'm going to say like there's lack of research, miseducation into who fits into this thought of eating disorders. Most research done is on white affluent women. Yes. And not enough is done on young Latinas. And they're only done in women, by the way, you said something, but men also have eating disorders. Yes. Yeah. It's so true. I want to focus on the influence that it's had on Latinas having developing these eating disorders because we're constantly being reminded about our bodies yeah, and how it needs to be a certain shape and how we need to make sure we present ourselves in a certain way and how we internalize those things. Yeah. And then that's how we develop these, these have these poor relationships with food where we're either overeating because you know, the anxiety, like the siente. The minute you see rice, 
you're like, no, 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 I can't do that. I'm going to diet. And again, rice is fucking beautiful. Yet is the main, it's the Can main course rice? in everything that we eat. And my brother would tell you, and I keep my brother, <laughs> I know I keep saying my brother, but he will tell you a hundred dollars, a hundred calories of rice at noon is a hundred calories of rice at three at three a.m. Look, but we have. Look, so much I hate wish I had your it. brother when I was thirteen years old, and I'm not gonna say who, but my parents would tell me, después de la cena no se come. After six o'clock, you don't eat. We do it early. <laughs> like, no, they start you early. Yo, yo. we let them Dominic- know early. Dominicans don't fucking play. They don't let you go on in life thinking that rice and beans <laughs> is fine, but that's the staple. Right, like Imagine- we're going to have this every day for dinner, but yeah, I'm going to remind you that you're overweight. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to remind you that carbs are bad, but we're going to do espagueti con arroz. <laughs> but this goes back to thinking about how we have very little access to healthy food. And that's mm-hmm. why this then became a staple. Like, we don't talk about those things. We just we think like, oh, it's just, oh, arroz, habichuela, eh, carne, un aguacate. Like, because it's very confusing to even talk about the fact that our culture is so confusing about food. Yeah, for sure. Like, about God forbid. Standards. And they go hand in hand. Those two things go hand in hand. Our beauty standards and the type of food that we eat is the same freaking thing. Yeah, it's it goes back to that point of God forbid you go to your abuela's house y ya te cocina y tú dices que no tiene hambre. God mind forbid. you, you just ate, but you can never say no to food. It's considered disrespectful. And I don't So think- you just finished calling me gordita. <laughs> you just Pero ahora me. yo me tengo que saltar este plato de arroz y habichuela. Dime. <laughs> no, yo me tengo que bajar este arroz. Pero tú me acabas de decir que yo soy una plota. <laughs> no, but growing up, my dad, I always say my dad was like, I feel like he just was in another area. I, he used to tell me, eat as much as you want when you're young. Because when you're older, you have to take care of yourself. You have to be more careful. He, he should like, he used to give me sugar and all this candy and all this stuff. And I respect that, but I wish I created healthy habits growing up. So now it, it's now it's hard. Now it's difficult. Now it's difficult yeah. for me to I'm create. Gonna, I want to learn. I want to understand what has been the hardest thing you've had to unlearn about what beauty means. So we've established that it's been ingrained right in us to be conscious about the way that we look. De the chiquita. So now as Adults, how have you been able to unlearn a lot of like those? Can you start those definitions? Me, but (laughs) first of all, yo soy la flaca. Eso es lo que me dicen. Exacto, la flaquita. flaquita. That's always been my nickname from day one. Like strangers, family, todo el mundo. Oh, la flaca. Llego la flaca. Oh, you know, I've just always. How does that make you feel? I mean, like it's been good and bad because. I see the privilege in being skinny, right? Mm-hmm. Like that on, I'm mostly represent, a lot of the time I'm re- my body type is represented, right? So in that sense, it hasn't affected me too much. But now as an adult, where I'm like, yo, shit, wait, I want to fill in this dress a little bit more. You want that body to really, right? Mm. Like I don't feel woman enough <laughs> exactly. in certain clothes because I've, I'm always being reminded that a woman is someone who is curvy. Mm. You know, so growing, I think growing up as a child didn't affect me because I'm not supposed to be curvy, right? A a little Mm -hmm. girl's not supposed to be curvy. But a woman? Mm. Oh, una mujer mujer tiene curva. 
you, so it's always you're lacking me in the fe- right places. Que lo que te pasa? <laughs> Dime, I want a bigger ass, but God was like, <laughs> you're not going to have a fat ass. So I can take it from there. Um, I think the hardest thing for me, Yokara, and like to unlearn was probably that I was good enough. So to me, it's really going back and being like, I'm good enough. I look right. good enough. I'm hyping myself up. Nadie me la tiene que dar porque yo me la doy. Dale, dale. Tú me entiendes? No, that's yes. true. Like, loca, when you realize that nobody has to tell you that you look good, that's when you can, okay, let's, let's go from here. I'm having a very <laughs> hard time in this episode. Yeah. Because I'm trying, like, my best to keep it together. It's a very... Yeah. It's so deep on us. Like, it's years of you looking in the mirror and thinking that you're not enough. It's been, I think it's been good and bad that as millennials, we've grow have grown up in front of social media. Because if you think about it, our whole lives, we've, you know, been on social media. We went from MySpace, LinkedIn, Facebook, High Instagram, five. Snapchat, High five. <laughs> we just introduced Jokara to that one in the second take of this episode. <laughs> like all these platforms that in a lot of ways have worked against us because we're constantly being reminded about what beauty looks like and it doesn't necessarily look like us. Yeah. But now we are seeing a lot of influencers and a lot of other women that do look like us that are saying now they're pushing back. They're like, no, this is mm-hmm. what a Latina looks like. And that's awesome. This is beauty. Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk about beauty standards, yes. When we go, when we go ahead and talk about beauty standards and people that are doing it for the culture, Jokaira, AOC. All right. Is doing it for you. Take it. Let me put my glasses on. <laughs> yo, y'all know that's my shorty. The epitome of a Latina look, which is the hoop earrings, mm. the gold jewelry, the outgrown eyebrows, Let's and go. the red lipstick. Let and what does she do? My shorty, the representative for New- Nueva York, <laughs> rocked her bold red lips and gold hoop earrings during her swearing-in ceremony on, in Washington, D.C. Hold on, but, but what's the name? <laughs> What's the name? Alexandra mm. Orgasio Cortez de Nueva York. <laughs> the Bronx, specifically. Don't abbreviate that name. And what I love is that she explained that that was actually a tribute to the Honorable Associate Justice of the Supreme Court, Sonia Maria Sotamayor. Exactly. Who was advised to wear neutral colored nail polish of during course. her confirmation hearing mm-hmm. to avoid scrutiny. Of course she was. AOC said, bet. I got you, shorty. And then she proceeded to remind every Latina and every girl from the Bronx that when they're when they're told to take off their hoop mm. earrings mm. or that the red lipstick is too much, they, they can just bigger. let oh, they can just let them know they're just dressing like a congresswoman. Oh I think we should drop that. Okay. Somebody come get me. I think I'm out. No. This episode is done. Who defines beauty? This is a lot about taking our definition back, right? We're owning mm. what beautiful means. Mm. We're not allowing outsiders for to define that for stories. us. We're just not, we're not doing it. And I think like Absolutely. we just have to remember that beauty is a tool of empowerment and self-reflection. And it's not something that we should put in a box. 
So I'm extremely proud of us for talking about some of the things that we were really scared to touch upon, right? It required us to really look a little deeper um, and to kind of put things out on the table. But I'm proud of us because we did that. And I know we barely touched the surface, but I think this was a good start uh, for us to start having the conversation about one coming as your whole self and the difficulty of that. Pero on a lighter note, we're going to be doing unpopular opinions. And we're back on popular opinion, even though we are doing unpopular opinion. I have right a lot now. of those. <laughs> My Do whole it. life is, a, is an unpopular opinion. I'm a Gemini. Here we go. <laughs> you want to hear mine? Go. Okay, no. Let me set it up for the, for everybody listening. Okay, so go. we're going to go ahead and each of us is going to say an unpopular opinion. Something we're gonna that put ourselves on blast. Yeah, literally something that we think that is overrated, that has been talked about and we don't agree with. And we're just going to say it and it's going to be okay. Go. Raw food. Oh. Why would you pay someone to not cook your food? <laughs> I can just do that at home. <laughs> and it's so expensive. Please. Wait, 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 wait. Like tuna your... tartar? That shit bangs. Please cook your fish. What? And, and please steak. cook wait, your Wait, when you say that, you're talking about sushi too? I like sushi though. I love sushi. But some of these like rare steak. <laughs> what? No, I can't. I... Just go to the freaking um to the freaking farm, kill that, and eat it right there without being eh, cooked at this point. No. Instead of paying hundreds of dollars to have someone to oh, serve you, it on a plate for you. I you have know? another thing too. Mm. Eva, what's good? <laughs> Heat up your pizza in the morning. Stop eating cold pizza. What? You don't nah. like having cold pizza when you're hungover? Nah. Nunca. That's a nah. Y para what? yo terminar, tengo una más. What? Ugh, what? Do not put pineapple in my pizza. Yeah, I oh, agree Hawaiian with that one. pizza. Yogurt loves that shit. I bet. I used to eat it, but now I'm I like, bet. Yeah, it's a little yeah. bit uncomfortable. She no. likes all the weird things, like raw food. But you know what I'm I don't? It. You know what I don't like that I know I'm gonna get a lot of smoke for? Oh, oh yeah. No, <laughs> platano is good. <laughs> But I mean, do you need to have it three <laughs> times a day? What was your breakfast this wait, morning? Wait, I want to ask you that. Okay. <laughs> what was your wait, breakfast this morning? Wait, 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 Just because I do it doesn't mean Please, please okay. go ahead. Please go ahead. Desarrolla tu tema. <laughs> Dale. <laughs> Tell us. What I had for breakfast? <laughs> Platano maduro. Fried. <laughs> and I, for dinner last night? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, you but still, do you shouldn't but have you it three wanna, times a day. Yeah, like, hello. I mean, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I have one more. Ay, padre. Ay. I know everyone's gonna definitely disagree. Cancel it's her, but not especially. Especially. Tú sabes la el refrán que siempre dice traeme una fría. Mm. You know that's I, part of the culture. No, no. Hot beer isn't even that bad. No. Cancel Jokaida. Okay, it's not great, but it's not that bad. I'm, I'm actually canceling you. No, Dominicans overdo it. They freeze it to a See? point where, like, I can't even drink it. It hurts my teeth. Jokaida, you need to go to you the dentist. To, yep. That no. is not on us. Excuse me. It's sensitive. That shit is not on us. I do not trust anyone. <laughs> anyone. 
anyone <laughs> except me that drinks warm beer. Hello. You are toxic. It's because I'm a slow drinker. I don't mean to get a warm beer. It's just that it gets warm as I'm drinking it. Bebe más it but it's not that bad. Bebe más rápido. No. 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 Belkis. Right. I'm out, Belkis. Yeah, you, you know what? Yeah. No, they, no. They, we call you up there. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's going to be two golpes from now on because this shit is disrespectful. Se me cayó el audífono de la risa. Oye, oye, oye. Anything Bye. that I say after that is not an unpopular opinion. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, like, I don't We might as a, end up this segment right here. Yeah, yeah. As I drink warm Beer. No, I've been peep you. <laughs> Yoka, eh, it's not that bad. It's hot. Um, Your unpopular opinion can um, be worse than Jokaira's. No, 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 my, my, my shit is light. Unpopular opinion. Harina de negrito is dog food. No, yo me voy aquí. We're done with this recording. It's um, not that um, bad. There's, my Dominicans out there. There's oatmeal, bitches. Nope. You guys can go ahead and do yourself an oatmeal. I can't do the consistency <laughs> of oatmeal. Nope, oh, I'm my, out. What? And you can do the harina negrito consistency? That is like running. Uh, don't even don't even get me started on running. And that's a staple nevera topper, though. <laughs> Everyone has at the top of their nevera. No, I don't know. I, I have it on the top of my nevera because my man had me buy it. Never has done it in his life because I told him. But you need it for the aesthetics. I said, I said, look. In this household, I'm not cooking harina de negrito. If you want it for yourself, ahí está el caldero, ahí está la leche. And do you think he, that man has ever cooked for himself an harina de negrito? And this just became one golpe. <laughs> <laughs> and now there's only one. <laughs> Listen, guys, don't ban us. Just let us know what are some of your unpopular, unpopular opinions. opinions. But before you leave, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on all streaming services like Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. A Tres Golpe Pod.